Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. That was an interview I did with Vlada Knowles, and uh, we have to wrap up the end of that. But the entire interview is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, because I want to bring on uh, my next guest, national award-winning humorist and best-selling author, Lori B. Duff. Good morning, Lori. Yes. I was so intrigued when I saw, you know, a funny lawyer. Those two words don't typically go together. No, they don't. <laughs> tell, <laughs> me, tell me your backstory about, you know, your sense of humor. Where did that come from? Well, uh, my family is funny. That's good. Uh, my, my parents uh, are both very funny, although my mother is not funny for the reasons she thinks she is. <laughs> Um, and that's, that's sort of how you are judged in my family is how funny you are. But I like it because I think having a sense of humor is a good, uh, skill set for life. It's a survival mechanism for sure. I don't know how people get by without one. Yeah. I, I remember when I was a little girl, I, I didn't live with my dad and I would visit him occasionally and we'd sit in the car and he was kind of a tough guy on the exterior, but a huge, huge heart. So loving and so funny. And he would say, blow out the light. And I'd look at him, the traffic light. I'm like, what? And we both sit there and blowing and blowing. Or if I'd sneeze, he'd turn on the wipers. And those kind of little <laughs> things just stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me about your book. If you did what I asked in the first place. Yes. It is a collection of uh, I call them essays, but that sounds so academic. It's not really academic at all. Okay. Uh, it is just a collection of short pieces uh, about life, the universe, and everything. Just sort of occurred to me at the moment that I was writing it. Um, I call it my uh, antidote to the practice of law because I spend my days as a lawyer writing things that ruin people's days. And so this is the opposite of that, trying to make people happier. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like it's very healing for you, and it keeps you sane. Yeah, yeah, it's trying to uh, even up the karma. If you could could give up being a lawyer, would you? I mean, it's kind of a tough question. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I like being, I, I, I don't want to say that I hate being a lawyer. I no, don't. I, I enjoy that part of my life. I've yes. just done it for so long. I've been a lawyer for 25 years, which wow. makes me sound so terribly ancient. But it's true. And I think 25 years is long enough to do any one thing. Right. Yeah. I had a roommate one time who left law to go write romance no- novels in a cabin in Vermont. And um, she just wasn't happy. A lot of times people get into this field. They don't stay as long as you, and they leave. It's, it's hard on the soul. Yeah. You know, when you're a lawyer, you spend your days arguing mm-hmm. and arguing with your friends. Really? You know, Ooh. I mean, who are your colleagues? That's your right. other lawyers. And you spend your day telling them they're wrong. And that's just a hard life. Yeah. So, Lori, you know the name of the show is Get the Funk Out? Yes. Okay, so would you say that humor, just having this throughout life, has helped you get your funk out at times? Oh, for sure. For sure. My my long-standing joke is that I had a choice, is I could have a career-ending midlife crisis, or I could write a book. Mm. 
gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I wrote a book. Yeah. Instead. And what was that writing process like for you? Well, it started out because it was easier to schedule in than therapy. Um, I started writing because, uh, well, my, my husband, who is the king of distraction, <laughs> um, I, I, I get, you know, I'm very busy, so I'm not home that often, and my house shows it. It's quite the disaster. And it, one day I just kind of got it in my head that I was going to control one part of my life, and I cleaned my bathroom, like scrubbed the grout with a toothbrush, just thought, you know, it was going to be clean. Okay. And I got my bathroom very clean. And my husband, he was trying to be helpful. I'll give him that. He decided that a clean bathroom needed lighting to show it off. Oh, no. <laughs> and so he went to replace the light bulbs and the light fixture, and then one of the light sockets was a little too loose mm-hmm. for his tastes, and so he took down the light fixture. Uh-oh. Which knocked down all this black dirt oh. and dust and funk all over the Great. clean floor. And not only that, but then he did not put the light fixture back up for another nine months. Nine months? Nine months. (laughs) Nine months. And so I started blogging kind of privately over all the things that he did that were not putting the light fixture back up. And it's also important to note that he's retired, so it's not like he was working and had, you know, work obligations that prevented him from putting the light fixture back up. And so it was this little blog called The Light Over My Sink that I only shared with a few friends. And it got, um, you know, moderate traction among friends. And then um, a local uh, online paper put out a call for bloggers, and I showed the editor that blog. And I said, is this the kind of thing you're looking for? And she said, yes. And I said, well, this is a little too personal. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I kind of modified it and... Did you show then, it to him? Did you? Did he read it? Oh, he read it, okay. but he's oblivious. Okay. He he really, truly oblivious, and he really doesn't care. I mean, there's yeah. nothing in it that's not true. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I hope he's not listening, Lori, to this. <laughs> oh, he's, um, he, he will be, and I mean, he, he can't argue. Yeah, oh <laughs> well, my he can, gosh. But it wouldn't do him any good. Oh. <laughs> I hear the lawyer in you. <laughs> <laughs> he has a good sense of humor, and that's, that's why we good. stayed he married better. for 20-some-odd years. Oh um, but that's how it started. Was mm-hmm. It was just a, a stress reliever for, yeah. you know, I could... It was easier and cheaper than going to therapy, and... You know what, I love, what, you know what I love what you're saying? Because I believe in this, that you turn this tough situation into something funny, and that's how I look at life. Like, sometimes when I get overwhelmed by different people it's like a cast of characters and I kind of look at it as because I love to write if I was writing a sitcom a short script and all of a sudden you get this curveball of this wacko person you've been trying to avoid and boom there they are and then there's something else happens and then you know it's like one thing after the next Mm-hmm. oh always I look at everything as material and and that's how I try and you know, and the more I do this, the more I look at it that way. And it, when I 
years ago when I broke my arm. Wow. That was my first thought is how am I going to turn this into material? Oh, you did? Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> and that's in my, my second book. Um, my second book is called The Armadillo, the Pickaxe, and the Laundry Basket. And it tells the story of how I broke my arm playing pickleball, which is a sport designed for people with limited mobility. But And there you go. I managed to shatter my arm. You know, I'm I'm listening to you and all these ideas and projects, and I'm thinking, wow, if she ever did leave law, look out. You'd be just cranking out material. It, you know, I don't understand. Honestly, I don't ever get writer's block, and I, yeah. I just don't have time to write all the things that are in my head. Mm-hmm. When, when do you write? When do you find is the best time for you to write? I have... I, I write catch as catch can. I have really kind of bizarre anal retentive scheduling. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do things on a kind of weird rotation. And when it's the turn for writing, that's when I write. Okay. So kind of that feeling comes to you that you've got to do it. Well, yes and no, it does, but I don't, I don't often get the luxury of deciding when I get to do what I want to do. I see. Um, my life is unfortunately filled with, you know, I have teenagers, I have two different jobs, you yep. know, two different, because I'm, I'm a lawyer, I'm also a part-time municipal court judge. Wow, and you have a puppy, so. And I have a puppy, <laughs> Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I feel so, you on that. You one. know, I don't. Yeah. I don't always plan my own time. Yeah. So I I live live by lists, mm-hmm. and I just do the next thing on the list. But I I include writing time on the list. So when writing is next, that's what I do. So what do you do for something that's not work related? Something for downtime? Is it writing or is it something else that, that helps you breathe? Writing is my downtime. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. That's what I crave doing. Yeah, it sounds like it. Where can people find out more about you, Lori? I have a website, uh, lauriduffwrites.com, and I know there are about 8,000 different ways to spell Lori, but mine is the easiest way, L-O-R-I, four letters. Uh, so L-O-R-I-D as in dog, U as in Frank, F, writes.com. Uh, and there are links everywhere where you can find my books and my blogs and everything. Fantastic. I want to mention you were recently named Atlanta's Funniest Lawyer in 2019. 18. Oh, 18. Okay, I got 19 here. Um, Lori's humorous musings in If You Did What I Asked in the First Place, which uh, comes out October 15th, 2019, It runs the gamut from growing up an introvert in a loud Jewish family. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I, you know, I'm, I live in the South, mm-hmm. and so comparatively I'm pretty loud here, but people are always surprised to find out that I am the quiet one in my family. Are you still? <laughs> when you get together with your family, are you still an introvert? I'm, oh, I'm very much introverted. I need, I need time by myself. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, isn't it funny? And you, you have this sense of humor, and you're a lawyer, and th- these things that you don't typically look at as an introvert. 
Well, people confuse introversion and shyness. I'm not the least bit shy. I'll talk to anyone about anything. Mm-hmm. But introversion is just where you get your energy from. Right. And I need to be alone yes. for long stretches of time or my energy is gone. I hear you. That's how we recharge. Mm-hmm. You know, and we get our creativity. I was working on something and I went to a hotel for two days and it was the best thing and I just cranked out the writing for hours and hours and just took care of myself. Absolutely. There's a chapter in my book and my new book and it talks about how if you left me alone long enough I could probably take over the world and that's probably why people don't because they fear the conquering of a superior force. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Aha. Let me just mention where people can find you one more time. Uh, let's see, LoriDuffWrites.com, L-O-R-I-D-U-F-F-Writes.com, uh, JonesAndDuff.com, and Twitter, Lori Duff, and Facebook, Lori B. Duff Author, and you're on Instagram, Lori Duff Writes. Any last bit of info you want to leave the listeners with? Whenever you get the opportunity, laugh, even if someone else thinks it's inappropriate. That's their problem. Yeah, let it rip. <laughs> Just go for it. Life is too short to suppress it. I agree. I agree. It's so cathartic to laugh. Absolutely. You know? All right, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Congratulations on your book, If You Did What I Asked in the First Place. Lori B. Duff, thank you. And pre-orders are available now on Amazon. Fantastic. Have a great day, Lori. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, This conversation with Lori will be up on my show blog within an hour after I wrap, and that is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a little break, and I have a few more guests calling in. First up will be Amanda Anderson, and we'll be talking about her book, All My Friends Have Issues, Building Remarkable Relationships with Imperfect People Like Me. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I do want to mention we're on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM. We're on Facebook, KUCI, KUCI 88.9, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. And our website is KUCI.org and lists all of our public affairs shows, music shows, and all the info about the station. And if you want to find out about being a guest, you can shoot me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. <laughs>